Welcome in to Let's Race Cougs, Dayon Dunlap and Chris Gardner. Homecoming, as I seem excited, but the football team was a big disappointment. I mean, Chris, before we get in, well, before we get into it, let's just hop right into the intro and we'll give our thoughts. Let's do it. It's time for the original Houston postgame show. Let's Rage Cougs. Welcome to Lesser Rage Cougs, presented by the Lazarine Law Firm. I'm KG Chris Gardner. With me is my man, Darren Dunlap. And at some point, coach, teacher, and Yanez may join us from Rice, if he's able, available to join us. But let's get into it. Darren touched on it. The football team lost 24-17 today in homecoming. And it really wasn't that close, man. I don't know what happened today. What are your thoughts? So let's get right into it. Man, it's just... I mean, I, I got all I can think of watching this is Chris is right. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't want to be. That's the thing. I, I know, right, be. right, right. And it's like we both in agreement in regards to um, the head coach isn't the right man to lead the program to prominence. But it's like homecoming, a team who struggled all year, new head coach, and all of these um, different factors of where they are. And your team still comes out specifically offensively, does nothing. Like my goodness! I mean, what did what, you see? Let me hear it. I I was, I was, and folks who know and follow us on Less Rage Cougs know I'm I'm tough on Dana and the football team, the coaches really. Rightfully but so. But this this effort disappointed me, man. I man. mean, I was surprised at how just lackluster and blah the offense was. It. It's homecoming. Come on. Donovan Smith had his worst game of the year. Yes, okay. he did. Had some bad luck, too. But the play yep. calling was just not aggressive. But Joe Mendez is the first one to comment. I mean, I guess we can go with this one first. Right here. Go Samson over Dana by a landslide. But this, damn Tillman. Hogerson's probably you big time. Big time. Mm. You wait, is a and, I mean, you know, you, you know what? It, when I watch his press conferences, you know what? I've never seen a head coach that has the body language that he has and just says the stuff that he says. And to me, it just screams like exactly what that last comment said. He's just robbing you, getting that check. I, I don't want to say that he doesn't care, but it just gives off the impression like whatever. That, like that, it's yeah. just the impression it gives off. The vibe I got from the game plan was like that, whatever. And when I sent the message to the group, when they were down 24-7 with eight minutes to go, and they were just half-stepping like they had all the time in the world, you're down three scores, man. Speed it up, up-tempo. It it was just like, eh, we're already going to lose, blah, blah, blah. Come on, man. Litter Maddox, the head coach, has single-handedly destroyed the Cougar fan base. And that's... Let's lean on lean into that a little bit. Yeah. The attendance tonight was awful for homecoming. The ticket sales, well, the tickets on the third, whatever, secondary market for as low as a dollar in some places, two dollars in other places. It's homecoming, man. It's homecoming. Mm-hmm. You're coming off a win. You got a chance to go to five and five. Two wins, two straight wins at Big 12. 
Dana just the fan base does not believe in this man to At leave all. this program. And that's that's really what it comes down to. But you said it, we've said it. I'm not sure which team's gonna show up next Saturday against Oklahoma State. But hell, based on what Oklahoma State did in Orlando, I'm not sure which Oklahoma State team's gonna show up <laughs> next Saturday. Right. So the Cougs, if the good team shows up, could win next Saturday. Mm-hmm. We're not expecting it though, <laughs> based on this so up and down. But right now, who the hell knows, man? Kick right. right here. It's coming right here. Win or lose, the paycheck still clears. <laughs> that's, how, that's how Dana looks right <laughs> that's now. That's the vibe like. right there. That's what it looks yeah. like. Win or lose, the check still clears. And it's like, I mean, defensively, Cincinnati didn't really do much through the air. Their running back had a good game, 129 yards on 23 carries, over five yards to carry. And that's good. That's one of Houston's Achilles heel and stopping the run. So that's good for them to – predicate their offensive strategy on doing that. But offensively, I mean, if your head coach is supposed to be an offensive guru, and, I mean, like you said, Donovan Smith, it wasn't his best game. He had some breaks, but he really ran the ball a lot. But the ground game was really outside of him. It was, I mean, it was okay, but it just – you so behind, you, you got to pass the ball. And yeah. the offensive, the passing game was just ridiculous. And and Cincinnati, they were playing back okay, deep in the secondary. That's fine. So maybe not throw the ball deep. But underneath stuff was open yeah. <laughs> for the I whole feel. game. You know, yeah. five, ten-yard routes. Donovan Carnes, that's his game. Mm-hmm. I didn't know he was in and the game. That's, and court. that's Donovan Smith's game, too, getting the ball out quick. First read. Boom, 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 boom. Oh, I, it was just – where's the comment? Dizzy Busy right here, I think, says it. For the most part, the team as a whole looked like they were going through the motions, no energy. And that just, that should not happen. Homecoming week, all those things. Joe, Joe Mendez, another one from the top rope. You have to give a damn to give an effort. To, today, tonight maybe wonders. The performance tonight, man, it, I just. Maybe everybody was thinking, uh, what are we doing after the game? I mean, because the homecoming festivities was 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 good and so i don't really know like i like off of the times you know i'm optimistic i try to be optimistic a lot and i i try to see the good and a lot of bad but just i i can't i can't do it (laughs) (laughs) you have nothing and that says a lot nothing man i have nothing i have the only thing i can say is the defense they they fall they yeah they fall and honestly, they that last touchdown drive by Cincinnati, they looked tired. Yeah, they looked like they were just worn out. Like, damn, we've been on the field this whole game. Man. Oh I mean, man! And uh, oh man, the offense just was so yuck. Ridiculous, man. The 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 first pass of the third quarter, Samuel Brown, he was held on the play. Let me say that too, but he acted like he was not expecting the ball to come his way. Because he didn't turn around and the ball bounced off of him. I'm just like, I, and a diehard supporter right here, Miss Wanda Polk, she's speechless. <laughs> I mean, folks. I mean, because you got right a team who's winless. Winless in Big 12 play, man. In Big 12 play. <laughs> you only get 12 first downs the entire game. 12 first downs. And most of those in the fourth quarter. When in the the fourth game was pretty much over. Like, man. 
Like, what what else more did you need to see? At this point, I don't even think they're going to a bowl game. I mean, we've been discussing that. I think Oklahoma State with their credit. Oh, but you never know. Like, what team is going <laughs> to show up? I mean, so it's like, I don't know, man. I'm at a loss for words. I'm at a loss for words. I mean, it's, like, every the comments, they saying it. They see the same thing yeah. that we see. <laughs> I mean. It, it, oh, my goodness. You know, Ken, Kenneth is frustrated. This won't happen. You know, Hogerson will not be fired tonight. But second part, he did not have the team prepared. I mean, that's what it looked like. They that's did not like. look prepared. And that just cannot happen in game 10 of the season. At home. At home, homecoming. At home. All, all of these things in your favor. Yeah. It's, boy, I, I, I just don't. I don't get it. And Rusty Reed is—he's very critical of the program of, of Dana. UH going to finish with the worst record between the newbies head to head. Because head to head, yeah. They could—I mean, well, again, based on what UCF did today against Oklahoma yeah, State, you, you never, yeah. You would think UCF will probably beat Houston in two weeks in Orlando. Damn, man! It comes down to next Saturday is Senior Day for the Cougs. <laughs> You would us we we assume and that's dangerous. We assume Oklahoma State will not lay an egg again, and they'll be fired. I mean, I don't know if they had they'll a letdown be because Oklahoma they beat them and had a letdown today, whatever. But they'll be fired up. Oak State will be favored next Saturday oh, against yeah. the Cougs. Oh yeah. So damn man, if the Cougs lose that game. What's the best that they can go? Five not and seven. Now, what Chris <laughs> Pesman says. But look, you know what? We've and we've talked about that all season. Does that one win and the insignificant, well, and not being bowl eligible? How much does that mean? Because, like we've talked about, how you said six and six will be okay, but will it be okay? Because we heard Retour say we fire coaches for go, uh, going winning eight games, and so is that. The standard, or is it six wins or five? Did me like what? what what's the standard now? Like it, it's not consistent from the top, from the president to Chris Pesman to anyone. Dan, we already know what Dana's his expectations. He and so like, what's the consistency in regards to the standard? And and see, and that's the problem. That yes. that that's the problem. And overall, that's why I don't blame Dana. I blame the folks right. who write the check, who cut the check, make the mm-hmm. decisions. Because they keep moving the goalposts. Mm-hmm. Dana is not the right man for this job. And the fan base, they have no, no hope in it. The hope is in Coach Kelvin Sampson. That, that's who people believe. That's who the Kook fans believe in and support. But as Nathan says, right, you, you come off a win versus Baylor on the road. On the road. Exciting for the fan base. And then come home for homecoming. And no show against a worse team makes no sense. I'm look. I'm kind of anxious to see and hear his post game comments, and if he makes any excuses, if he tosses one of my friends, one of my uh, alums, <laughs> asked me, so what would Dana blame it on? This time I said homecoming. <laughs> so I don't know. Oh my goodness gracious! Joe says lose out and get rid of him. The administration still won't do it though. Do you believe? I mean, it's possible. They could finish four and eight and bring back Dana next season. 
which is even a bigger risk because if they finish four and eight, damn, bruh, what is going? How are you going to promote that and sell that to the fan base next year? Who's already given up on him? <laughs> yeah, they've already given up on him this year. But hey, we're four and eight. We're bringing him back again. Come on, spend your spend more money in year two in the Big Twelve because Dana's four and eight, and he'll be better. Ah oh, man. Yeah, how do, how do you how do you market that? I yeah. mean, like that's part of everything. Like, how do you market that? Is it like, yeah? I mean, I I agree with everything you said. How do you market that? Do you? It, it gives off, like you said. You in this sense, we we can't let him off the hook. But like all the comments that we saying, it's like he's casting the check, and they've enabled him to be in that position to to act how he's acting because of. Where's the standard? There's no consistency yeah. in the standard from eight wins. So he says six wins. And so we give him a contract. Well, they gave him a contract. I keep saying weak because we're Houston. And so, right. Right. <laughs> but they could give him a contract extension over that one good year in the American next year flop. And so there's no consistency within what he's been able to do and no consistency from the top to the bottom. And so until, I mean, and we don't have to worry about with that with with Coach Sampson. He sets the standard. I know we keep we mentioned right. him, but he not looking to pairs or anywhere. The standard is the standard. And so until we get a football coach and that can hold them accountable, look, oh, this is because it's like I don't know, man. I'm, I'm at a loss of words. That's the thing. And the comments are really really coming in hot and heavy. But this this one from Jeb. I know a lot of people are saying they won't renew their tickets. Why buy season tickets for this product when you can get two tickets for two dollars? That's true. Dan, I don't, I don't know if you heard earlier, but during the, today's basketball game, the promotion was for the fans who were at the game, at the basketball mm-hmm. game. Scan the QR code that was put on the screen, the big screen, the video boards. Scan the QR code and get free tickets to the football game. So they were they were begging fans to come to the football game. Yeah. So what is the incentive to bring this man back from a financial standpoint? Because as C. Alba says, fans are not renewing. Who knows if a change will be made? Joe Mendez. A lot of season tickets lost for next season. So Tillman, if it's it's going to be a financial decision. People are not going to renew tickets. That's another reason to let Dana go because he's a lost. The, the sunk cost. It's a sunk cost. Mm-hmm. Bring him back. Folks will be, I'm not spending my money. I'll just wait and, for week, the week of the game and get a ticket for, for four bucks. And there's anybody that no finances or no business. It's Tillman. Oh, my goodness gracious. And Tony said people should get their $2 back. <laughs> and they were giving tickets away. Yes, they were. Mm-hmm. And kick face, I think you agree with this. This team has talent, but the coaching staff can't bring it out on a consistent basis. And look, to that comment right there, in the interview I did with Stephen Dunbar, he talked about when Herman got there and how surprised he was and how he verbalized, like, there's so much talent here that I'm surprised about the talent that we have, and we can win. And mm-hmm. I think that's similar to what it is now. If a coach comes in, they'll see the talent on this roster and be like, we can win now. And if they can keep 
um, a lot of them, because you know how it is, a transfer report, if they make a change, a lot of people may want to leave. But if they can believe in it, like they come and said, the talent is there. It's just about getting the right leadership, the right coach to be able to mold that talent and build a culture to be able to sustain that. Because that's the thing that Dunbar mentioned as well. You can see the culture when Herman was there from the sidelines to the fans and everything. And now it's like nothing. It's, it's week to week, game to game. And let me say this, Jeb, I, I saw your comment, and Joseph Duarte has confirmed it. Matthew Golden is shut down for the season. He will have he will undergo surgery for a turf toe injury. So the hits just keep on coming. How about this name? This is a what do you think about this one? Bob Stoops. Mm. I wouldn't be bad at it. I love. I, I I like Bob Stoops. I don't think it's possible, but it's a big name for definitely familiar with the Big Twelve. OU is going out, so he wouldn't have, have to worry about OU because you know his loyalty to OU. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be mad at that. Honestly, that's a that's a big name, and I think that's someone with enough stature and cachet that can come in and be able to make an immediate impact for sure. No question. No question about that. I like that good. It's a good name right there. And check a lot of boxes. Recruiting. Yes. Experience. Marketing. Experience. Marketing. Promotion. People believe in him. Yep. They want to spend their money mm-hmm. <laughs> in him because they, of his past success. Mm-hmm. Got it. Got it. I mean, we're talking all this stuff. But we don't know what Tillman's going to do. Right. I think we pretty much agree what he should do. <laughs> but uh, I just don't. And we'll touch on the tragic loss of the accident involving three Cougars earlier today. Uh, Richie Rich says, Bob Stoops, yuck. How about Willie Fritz? I'm okay with that. Mm, I'm definitely okay with Willie Fritz. Definitely okay with that. And I think he'd cost less than Bob Stoops. Oh, he'd cost a lot less than Jamie Chadwell would be great hire. Um... so I mean, there's names. There's a lot, a lot well, of names yeah. out there. That wouldn't be a problem if he didn't qualify a coach for this nah, no, I, Even Lincoln Riley's um, brother, I can't remember his first name right now. He was the offensive coordinator at TCU last year when they went to – Was I it Garrett was, Riley? Yeah, I think that's it. I think maybe he's at Clemson now, but his track record – the all, I mean, it's a lot of names out there. I mean, I don't think Houston would have a problem yeah. getting a good name if they – Probably the decision is to make the decision. Right. Like, do you right. care about football or is it we just foot we basketball? Or like what is it? Football brings in the big bucks. We know it. Right. And so like <laughs> I don't know, man. And see, that's that's the thing. Football is the cash cow for most university, big time programs. Mm-hmm. So stop perpetuating this coach who does not sell tickets. The fans have given up on the fans are speaking with their their wallets. They're not coming to the games. So whether they finish this season six and six, five and seven, or four and eight, next Saturday's homecoming, I think, man, so far the ticket ticket sales for next Saturday are not good at all. Nah. And that was before tonight's performance. Right. <laughs> so who knows? They'll be probably worse. So money talks, Tillman. You're you're you made billions being smart financially bringing back Dana for another year is not a smart financial decision. And on that note, got to remind everybody, because speaking of paying bills reminder, 
Les Rage Cougs, presented by the Lazarine Law Firm. Dan Lazarine founded the Lazarine Law Firm to provide legal representation to individuals who have been injured or arrested in the greater Houston area. Dan Lazarine understands that bad things sometimes happen to good people. Worse, false allegations are made every day. With offices in Houston and Sugarland, Dan is equipped to handle your legal needs in Harris County and surrounding counties, including Fort Bend County. If you have been injured or find yourself in other legal trouble, call the Lazarine Law Firm at 281-720-8551 or visit Dan online at www.lazarinelawfirm.com for a consultation. One more time. That's 281-720-8551 or visit Dan online at www.lazarinelawfirm.com for a consultation. And of course, Always thank our secondary sponsor, Star Pizza, with multiple locations across the Houston area. Star Pizza is your go-to stop before or after the game. And folks, if you wanted to fill up on pizza after that performance tonight, we understand. (laughs) Man. Oh, my goodness gracious. Well, speaking of performances, maybe... Uh, maybe they didn't catch Lex Rage Cools after the basket. Maybe they want to talk more hoops. <laughs> I, 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 hey, I mean, because some of those things, again, Coach Sampson, Kelvin Sampson said that he is high on this year's team. He likes this team. He said that like five or six times in a short amount of time in this young season how much he likes this year's squad. He has not put a you know, a cap on how high the ceiling is for this team, but he really does like this team. So those post-game comments, he said a lot. So maybe that's a good sign. And folks, only got maybe, what, just two more football games left if the Cougs don't go to a bowl? (laughs) So you can shift your focus on basketball season. Oh, my goodness. Oh, yeah, Chris D. with with one one right here regarding high school. Bright side, firing Dana now, which they won't do. Won't impact 24 recruits, class 24 recruits, because that ship has sailed <laughs> per Dana. That's high school recruiting. But yeah, <laughs> man, oh, man. Oh, <clears throat> I have a coach at Oregon State. Mm. Uh, like, like, again, there are qualified candidates for the job. This is the city of Houston. A lot of talent in and around this area, state of Texas. Big 12. All a lot of pluses to hire the right person for this job. Now, I'm good with the current, as long as not anybody at AM calling plays, SEC in the coordinator. I'm good with that. That won't be an issue, hiring the right person for the job. The issue is, as we all know, even folks who are throwing out names for the job, is none of us believe Tillman will fire Dana. <laughs> That's the issue. So until that changes. We're just talking about, you know, wishing and hoping. And maybe Tillman will see it. Maybe losing next Saturday will be the final nail in the coffin in front of 15,000 people. Maybe that's what it'll it'll take for him to realize, man, this is just not it. (laughs) You know, maybe that's what it's going to take. I don't know. What say you? Man, I don't know either because it's like, what, what do you need to see? You see the inconsistency. You see... The the failures, the inability to when you have an expectation to win is like, damn, 
we lost. <laughs> and then yeah. you have an expectation to, okay, we can play teams like, for example, Texas, or you're at Baylor and you, you play up and you play better. Then you have a team, okay, well, we should win this game. And then it's just a far flat on your face. And that just inconsistency just speaks volume to where the program is and goes to the inconsistency. Like I just mentioned a, a, a moment ago of what's the standard? Like, like, is it, do you guys want to be a football, a winning football program? Is eight wins the standard? Is it six wins? Or, I mean, it seems to be a disconnect there. And I think which Dana has the body language and most of the comments that he normally has is, oh, it's the Big 12. That's his, that's his favorite saying right there. It's Big 12 football. Man, I, Answer this what, question, brother. What about our AD? What does he do? <laughs> mm. We haven't talked about that. Now that's something we haven't talked about, and that's a. Mm, I like that. What does he do? Because is he just a figurehead? What does he? I like that. You know, does he have enough cachet stones to go to Tillman and say, Tillman? He is not the right man for this job. We are not going to compete for championships. If that is your goal, is to compete for Big 12 football championships, Dana Hogerson is not the man for the job. Does he say that? First thing, does he believe it? (laughs) I mean. (laughs) Right. What does he believe? You know, so, and about football, no back-to-back wins all season. And Eric McAfee was bad as I don't even feel bad about the loss. I checked out a long time ago on Dana's regime. See, now you get into fans like that who are indifferent about the program. They don't care about football as long as Dana's in charge. That's not a good thing. It's not. But it's understandable. You can you can really reason and understand why someone would say that. 100%. I haven't checked, but has TCU made a comeback? Because... I didn't know. I didn't see a score. I just heard, I guess, during the Cougs broadcast, the Longhorns were winning. Yeah, I just checked a second ago, and yeah, and they were winning too. So I don't, I don't know. But it's this year in the Big Twelve, and that's another thing that's frustrating. Going forward, oh, yeah, they made a comeback. It was twenty six thirty nine. Oh, yeah. so is going forward with the right head coach leading the Cougs without Texas and Oklahoma in the new Big Twelve? There is an opportunity for the Cougs to rise up to that upper tier of the conference and compete year in and year out. Because right now, it's just up and down. K-State could be it. Utah coming in next year could be it. A second year Coach Prime could be it. But right now, one thing I think we agree on, everybody who's tuning in on YouTube and on Paul Samajama on Twitter is Houston is not it with Dana still leading the team. And that's that that's another thing that Chris Pesman, Tillman, President Couture, the Regents, y'all need to look at the future of the Big 12 and ask yourself an honest assessment. Do y'all really truly believe that Dana Hogerson is the right person to lead Houston to compete for? football championships 
in the new Big 12. When has he ever led up? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Two championships, <laughs> exactly. And so, like, I, I can I, I got the hire. I understood the hire when they hired him. And so, okay, but we're here now. And you look at his regime and what he's been able to do. What is it, five years? It's been total yep. inconsistency. We know the excuses. And some of them are real and logical reasons. But other than that, it's still not enough to excuse the inconsistencies and the, the failures of what he had during his whole tenure. And a weird thing is Dana's record against teams below 500 was really good. That's but this year, <laughs> he's lost <laughs> since then that. He's had some bad losses to Lost teams with losing records. So, yeah, inconsistency up, down. Dana Hogerson, I haven't – see if I can pull up Go Cougs, any comments, like any quotes from Dana about post-game, if he had post-game or anything, or, or if he's just coughing his way through all that stuff. I don't know. But And uh, <laughs> Richie Rich giving us some, some props. Shout-out to the both of y'all for watching that crappy game and still coming on here to talk about it. <laughs> hey, that's part of it. Good good or bad. Real we don't bad talk about it. Ugly. Yeah, let's rage cooks. That's what we're here for. for we're football. here to rage. Let's yeah. rage. But that's what we're doing. All y'all are doing it too. Y'all are raging about that that trash we saw, man. I did, my goodness gracious. But but uh nothing so far. Any Hogerson words of whip pearls of wisdom like he usually drops drops in impressors after a loss when he tosses a player under the bus or or something like that but man oh man tonight's performance it was just it was so underwhelming and disappointing the offense the play calling wasn't really aggressive i, I just man oh man it mm, mm, mm. Tony says we don't want to hear that bum. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, let's see. I, how many viewers who are watching us right now, this edition of Less Rage Cougs, how many of you are going to buy season tickets to the Cougs next season if Dana is back as head coach? Type in your comments. How many of you are going to buy season tickets next year if Dana is back as head coach. We're talking about that as we're talking about the Cougs' 24-14 home loss to the Cincinnati Bearcats. The Bearcats picked up their first Big 12 football win with a 24-14 win over the Houston Cougars. Homecoming for the Cougs. Duarte tweeted that Hogerson complained that life in the Big 12 is hard. Oh, my goodness, man. Yeah, it's hard if you don't care anymore. Yeah. Joe Mendez says, not me. I'm not renewing. Jeb says, not me. I'm not buying tickets. Merrick, same. No. Uh, Nobody. (laughs) See, that's it. Not me. I'll wait for those $2 tickets. Chris Pesman, Leonard Maddox, same, not me. Tillman, all these folks have said they're not buying season tickets next year 
as long as Dana Hogerson is coaching this team next year. It's hitting y'all in the pocketbook now. And it's got to hurt concessions as well, because if folks stop going to the games, they're not buying food. They're not buying beer. They're not buying alcohol. All, all of the new amenities that they put into the stadium for this Big 12, it means nothing. Yes. It's basically what you're saying. And, I mean, does that matter? Does it not matter? Like, what do you – like, I'm confused. And what, what's the standard? Like, I keep saying it, but now I'm confused. Like, what is it? Because now you can't use the height. Now we're here. We're in the Big 12. You can't say that. So what is it? And GB Coog, I understand this sentiment. I'll still buy, but won't look forward to it. I want him fired last year. <laughs> well, the Longhorns escape with the win over TCU. They, they hold on. Okay, well, that's a shame. But you're watching this edition of Less Rage Cougs. And thank you. The fans are raging on this edition of Less Rage Cook, presented by the Lazarine Law Firm, as well as our secondary sponsor, Star Pizza. The Cougs lost 24-14. What was the final stat? Total yards. Total yards, 368 to 241. Houston had 102 passing yards. 52 of those came in the fourth quarter on their 10th drive. That's ridiculous. That's pitiful. Nine drives, total of 50 passing yards. That's pitiful. 12 first downs the entire game. The announced attendance tonight was 34,312. Wow. But y'all doing fun with numbers right there, man. <laughs> 34,000. Because there was not 34,000 people inside the stadium tonight. Man, oh man. <clears throat> 34,000. Saw 102 passing yards from a Dana Hogerson, the offensive genius, the offensive guru, coach team. The second time at home, they scored 14 points or less this season. The offensive genius, once again. Oh, boy. And if you're wondering why it's just me and Dayon, head coach, teacher, Andy Yanez, is with his school, as the, I think the boys volleyball team is participating in the state championship right now that's taking place at Rice. So if they won, they're celebrating. If they didn't, they are talking to the young men and cheering them up. If Andy has time, he will join us on this edition of Last Rage Cougs. We got a few more minutes, but we're here for you guys. For y'all to vent and discuss what y'all saw this evening at the stadium, or if you saw it on TV, that 24-14 loss by the Cougs to the Bearcats. The Bearcats were previously winless today on, winless in the Big 12, until they picked up their win tonight, 24-14 over the Houston Cougars. And I guess I made folks laugh when I made my Offensive genius come in. <laughs> mm -hmm. But, oh, my goodness really? gracious. There it is. There, offensive genius. My, uh-oh. Guess you want to say something naughty there. <laughs> well, it's less red cougs after dark. You can say ass on <laughs> at 10 o'clock on a Saturday night if you wanted to. Want to type it in. 
Joe Mendez said, I saw a bunch of crap. You can say crap. Recruiting is down. And let's be really specific. High school recruiting is down. I think Dan and the staff, as Dan, you and Andy touched on it, they do a better job in the portal than they do in high school recruiting. Got to balance that. I'll do a better job balancing that. But hopefully, Dana won't be here much longer and it'll be another coach's issue <laughs> for recruiting and promotion and, and winning and instilling hope in the fan base and bringing fans back and, and all the things necessary to be a big-time football program. What's the Dayon? We're, we're wondering. The administration says they want to compete for championships. They want to do big things in the Big 12. But Dana won't go. He will not go eight and four this year. We know that. Well, nope. he didn't go eight and four. It used to be less than eight and four gets you fired. Five and seven, he's done that. Eight and five, he's done that. He's looking at either six and six, five and seven, or four and eight. Those three records are fireable records, in my opinion, based on what was said before, right? Right. I agree. The loss to Rice should be enough, hell, to me. No, well, no, no, no argument for me on that one. <laughs> no argument right there. I mean, like, man, there's so much that we can say, but, I mean, we said it. It's like it's, we see it. We see it. And I've tried to be optimistic on some games, like after Texas, like, okay, maybe, maybe he could do it if he, if, because if, the talent is there. And maybe if he can galvanize them and prepare them and motivate them and make and do all the things that coaches, a good coach does, maybe he can do it. But I don't, I don't think so, man. It's time. The writing's on the wall. It's time, man. And, and this question that Tony M asked, we don't get a chance to put Tillman on the spot because I'm not sure when he's gone. The last time he went on the record with the media to talk about UH football, UH basketball, anything, you know, Rockets, anything officially on the record. Cause I'd love, you know, that's maybe that's one reason why Tillman walks away from me at rocket games, because maybe someone's told him who I am. That's that guy from that's rage Cougs, man. He, <laughs> I don't know, but he will not talk to me. At Toyota Center. I I don't know. Dana's buyout, I think January 1st may go down to 12 million. January 1st, maybe. Okay, so it's like maybe 14 to 15 million until the calendar turns 2024. Add the staff, money for the staff, $15 million. It's a lot of money for most folks. But when you have eight billion dollars 12 to 15 million should not be enough to keep a coach who no one believes in anymore and who no one wants to spend their money if he comes back next season to lead your program patrick barnes today tonight was donovan smith's worst performance probably worse than what was it one of the earlier games in the season 
that this was bad. He just he ran the ball well. Yeah, he did. But the Dana offensive staff, it seemed to use Matthew Golden's absence as a reason to not be aggressive in the passing game. And which that doesn't make sense. You got it the leading receiver in receiving yards with Sam Brown. You got Manjack who's came back, has been consistent all year. We've seen uh Boogie Johnson step up in this year. So you got the weapons. And so all that is just falls on Dana, I think. It's just ridiculous, man. But all quarterbacks have bad games. And so I still feel good about Donovan Smith and his capabilities and his ability. And so all the greats from the from you name them, they all have these type of games. And so I'm not so much worried about Donovan Smith, but he definitely had a bad game, 100%. And it's, it's not enough to get us drunk, but all of us in the Less Rage Cools universe should do something when Ruben Unije gets a penalty. Holding penalty, the right tackle, if, if you know what I'm talking about. My man, holding penalty, false start, seems to be like at least one, at least one a game. <laughs> got to upgrade the right side of the line. Got to gotta get help from, for him or move him inside to right guard. Right tackles, it's not for him anymore, especially in the Big 12 with faster, bigger, stronger guys. But, oh, my goodness. Let's see. Rex 32, do we think coaches will leave the sinking ship to salvage their careers? I mean, if they get better offers financially, sure. That's that's not – I wouldn't be surprised if another program offers their more money. They'd be foolish not to take that. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Tony Hem says, talking about Tillman, if Tillman signed off on the Dylan Brooks contract, we should be able to get a new coach. Well, <laughs> Dylan Brooks makes makes more than Dana. Dana makes less than Dylan Brooks. <laughs> different sport, different level, all those kind of things. Yeah. But That's funny I get though. your frustration. Yeah, I get I get with that, yeah. What else is there to say, fans? You know, the Cougs basketball team won today earlier, 82-50. In spite of a slow start, in spite of missing free throws, like shooting around 50% from the line, they still won by 32 points. They played well enough. Heck, Coach Sampson, he said the start of the game sucked. <laughs> he used that word. The start of the game sucked. But also he gave credit to a Corpus Christi or how well they play, they're aggressive. But it's just, it's no worries, brother, because I think it's time for us to to, to end it. Fans, to say what they wanted to say. Because, honestly, what we saw tonight, what else is there to say about You're this right. 24-14 loss? So thank you to everybody. Again, thank you to the Lazarus Law Firm for sponsoring this edition of Less Raid Cougs, as well as Star Pizza being our secondary sponsor. But Dayon, as we wrap it up, I'm going to put you on the big screen. Well, no, well, I'm going to put Super Bronco on you to close it out. I'm going to go big screen real quick and then come to you to wrap it up. All right, everybody. I'm Chris Gardner of the Houston Round Bar Review. Thank you, as always, for your support for watching Less Raid Cougs on YouTube and on Twitter, on Postlama Jamma, on YouTube and Twitter, as well as on the Houston Round Bar Review. Subscribe to all of our channels. Keep up with us on social media. Follow me on TikTok, Instagram, Threads, Spoutable, 
everywhere at Houston Round Bar Review. We'll be back. We'll be back on Monday. Talk Cougs basketball and their, after the game against Stetson. But thank you very much. See you in a few days. Deion, you got it. Like Chris said, appreciate all the supporters coming in, even on this bad loss. But thank you guys for raging with us, getting off your comments. We agree with everything that you said. But we'll see you guys Monday, and I'm sure it'll be good vibes, good energy around uh, the next episode of Let's Race Cougs. But can't any episode without saying, go Cougs, man. <laughs>